Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the Buker and Friends podcast, co-starring 10-year NBA center Ryan Hollins. Triple pump fakes, leads it, shot blocked by Ryan Hollins. Hollins sent that into the third row. Six rebounds and eight assists. Hollins climbs the stairs. Down the floor. Ryan Hollins, he is the high jumper. That's what I want to see. Give me some gunpowder and throw the hammer down. And now, here is your host. Let's send it over to Rick Buecher. Rick Buecher. Welcome to a, another episode of Buecher and Holland, subsidiary of Buecher and Friends, part of the United Wecast Network. I'm Rick Buecher. You can see me on FS1. You can read me on Bleacher Report. You can follow me on Twitter, at Rick Buecher. He is Ryan Hollins. You can see him on a multitude of platforms, most often on ESPN, NBA vet, and a free agent, along with Kawhi Leonard. So we'll start there, Ryan. What do you make of the Kawhi Leonard show that he has held us all hostage here for a multitude of days? Is basically the last, was the biggest domino and is the domino that has yet to fall. You couldn't have said that better. And uh, I think, Rick, even from, from your standpoint, a guy who's supposed to know all, have all the information, uh, he, he doesn't give you anything. And, and it's kind of funny to me, like everybody's trying to break down and where he's going and what's this. And, you know, normally you, if this is LeBron, this is KD, we, we have leads. You know, we, sure. we you can put two and two together. When KD started leaning towards Brooklyn, uh, it was pretty obvious for everybody to see, uh, aside from New York, and it just made sense. But... Dude, when you look at Kawhi, like, dude, just stop trying. And <laughs> I know Jalen drops the news today, right? And he's like yeah. 99%. It's like, yeah. okay, well, well Jalen, so you know. Somehow right. you know his decision before he makes it. And right. I, I take that with a grain of salt, man. Yeah, well, you know what? And this is the problem that I have. Again, I like I like Greeny. But when a guy says 99%, don't you have to ask? And maybe they did. I only saw a clip. Don't you have to ask? Okay, so what's the one percent? You're either in or you're out. Like, what's the what's the ninety nine percent? Why, if you're that certain, either not that certain, or if you're certain, just go the one hundred, right? Yeah, no, you're yeah, you're right about that. And to me, when like when I hear that, that says one hundred percent, and it, it puts people in these situations where they're just these educated guesses. And yeah. in Kawhi's term, they're truly guesses. You you don't know what he's thinking. Like, if, it, if it's almost, to me, like, Kawhi is so gives you, like, it's almost like, dude, do you even care to play in the NBA? 
Like, is the next option retire? Like, oh, I can walk away from it all. Like, you, like he wouldn't surprise me if he was a guy that goes, I, you know what, I decline it all. Like, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Well, he definitely, he definitely he sticks to his own guns. He did that with the injury thing in San Antonio. Yep. He, I believe the reason that it's taking as much time as it is because he was genuine in saying, I'm not going to think about this until my season's over. Like, I think he's very good at compartmentalizing. And now he's met with everybody. He has all that he needs. I mean, this is, look, I've been working my sources too. And I, and I will tell you this, what, what I found from my research and in talking to people is that you're right. The reason that we can't come up with which way he's going and everybody's got a different opinion is because he has not made that decision yet definitively. That it's not a matter of who he's going to play with or that he's going to go to L.A. or that he's, you know, he's got to win another championship or any of that. It's he's taking everything into consideration and then making his decision. And so I honestly, I believe that that decision has yet to be made. And, you know, the last I heard was that he's going to make it in the last 24 to 24 to 48 hours. We are recording this on the eve of the 4th of July. And I heard that earlier today. And so I believe that, you know, by the end of the week, we're, go- we're going to get a decision, whether it's on Thursday or it's Friday, but that he is taking this time to really assess all the factors that go into it. And so this whole idea of he's leaning one way or the other, I, I think that's a byproduct of, and I don't know if you went through this, Ryan, when you were when, when, as a free agent or when you met with teams, but that when you left it with a particular team, you never said definitively I was in or out. You just say, hey, that, you know, that sounds good and we'll get back to you, right? And people can make of that what they want. If they want to put a positive spin on the meeting, they can. If they want to say, ah, I don't think, I don't know, they can. But they can. it's, it's in the eye of the beholder. It's, it's almost what you want it to sound like. No, you're absolutely right. And normally these decisions are already made or it's like, hey, stay home or hey, chase the money. And yeah. you know your financial situation at the time. And, you know, these, these choices are pretty much made for you. Uh, now, there's an element that a lot of people aren't seeing in this, and it's Uncle Dennis. And I believe Uncle Dennis knows he's a show. Uncle Dennis knows it's 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 big time. The lights are on him. Yeah. Jordan Brand is going, golly, man, this guy who was in it. To me, that's the only reason the Lakers are really in play. Because, listen, this is the guy who was upset at Jordan Brand because they didn't want to, you know, market him or throw a lot of money at him. But Kawhi doesn't want to do any, any branding. So, in a way, I, I see that as like, hey, Kawhi wants to be the big dog, but he doesn't want to play the media game. And I feel like that's where you're throwing L.A. out. And that, that's where you're doing that. Even just the Lakers bit surprised me. And if we want to rewind, we, we rewind all the way back. He originally came out and said, or however it was translated, I can't even say that Kawhi said it, yeah. that the Lakers were the favorites, that he wanted to go and play for the Lakers. And uh, apparently, you no know, LeBron James changed things. But when I, what if I'm gonna have to go back and look now at the Kawhi Leonard that just won the championship? This guy's not gonna be able to play 82 games. Yeah, and he may be reconsidering for that matter, Toronto. He may be reconsidering uh, the Clippers even in that in that standing because he has another star. And Rick, I don't know how you feel about this. He can't take a beating like he did against Milwaukee again. Yeah, he can't. He cannot. So. I think there are two ways to look at this. 
one, certainly, you look at the Lakers and you say, because they've got two other stars, that he won't have to carry the same weight, right? And that's what makes the Lakers attractive. Yep, and we're talking playoffs. On the other hand, on the other hand, the Toronto Raptors did manage him through the course of the year with Alex McKechnie, their, I forget what they call him, their, their, their special player uh, treatment guy, whatever it is. But he's, he's, I know that he's good. I know he has a great relationship with, with Kawhi. You could make the case that, hey, if it's load management you're worried about, we showed that we can get you to the finish line. And we got a Pascal Siakam who's only going to get better. We got a Fred Van Vliet who's only going to get better. Like, we can run it all back. We got plenty here, and we've showed that we can manage it. Do you really want to go to the Lakers where you don't have a McKechnie and where, yes, you have two other stars, but what's the rest of that roster look like right now as you make your decision? So I could make a case either way that if it's he wants to be able to uh, have control over just how much he has to put into the season to win another championship, I think you could make a case for for either the Lakers or the the Raptors, the team that's the odd man out, largely because they were unable to sign another big name, are the Clippers. Yeah, no, no, I I can definitely see that, but I think it's the big hurt both ways because you know that I mean the, the playoffs just took a toll on them, and I almost want to say that Golden State took less of a toll than than Milwaukee or even the Philadelphia series. The two series that he went through, it was just it was a dogfight. Yeah. And it's it's not to say that Pascal's not a baller, he's not gonna hold his own weight, but you're looking thinking of the level of an Anthony Davis or a LeBron James and those guys can win you a game or two by themselves, you know, outside of Kawhi. So uh, I, I think that has to be a real appeal with LA. And then just the fact that, you know, Uncle Dennis is like, Hey, this is our time. He really he really stood firm and fought against the Spurs, and they hated that he stepped in and was like, hey, nah, my, my nephew's going to think with his own mind. We're going to do what's best for him, and we're not just going to be these robots in the San Antonio system. Yeah. And I, I think that same attitude is, is stepping into free agency that, hey, we're going to take our time. We're going to do what's best for us because, you know, we understand we're in the driver's seat now. Yes. It is fascinating to me that, that Uncle Dennis and Kawhi, have been able to raise his profile and take center stage, and he has not had to do anything other than just bide his time. Just don't make a decision, and as a, the as the result, you're at center stage. Now, here's the other. Here's the interesting thing because I also had it said to me that, like the the, the helicopters and the people showing out at the at the hotel in camp in uh, in Toronto and and all of that, I was told by somebody who talked to Kawhi's camp, they're not down with that. Like that, they didn't like that. It, 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 however, it came down. Not necessarily blaming the Raptors, holding the Raptors accountable, but they just didn't like that. And that gives me pause because if you don't like that, you know, you're. Are we? If you if he joins the Lakers, are we looking at the Heatles? You know, two point if, if he joins that band? Well, 
I think he's almost like I think he's almost just throwing around those big boy moves right now. Like, who's going to keep their word? You know, yes. maybe it's more of a more of a, it's more of a principle. I, I don't I don't know. It's odd. I, I I can't. Part of me leans towards that Kawhi kind of likes the likes. He likes it, but he doesn't want to admit it to everybody else. You you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And even him kind of doing the laugh leads me to think, hey. You know, you've been watching some TV. You've been watching Instagram a little bit, Kawhi. You're not, mm. you're not a, you're not a, a complete hermit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's it, part of him being very cognizant and aware of uh, of what's going on, and yet he, he incredibly sheltered, more than we've ever seen from any athlete. Look, man, I, I said this a couple weeks back. He's the most intriguing athlete in all of sports. The, the, the closest second to him, I might want to say, is Eli Manning. But that same stoic look at all times. We've never seen anything like Kawhi Leonard ever, ever, ever. Not a guy with this magnitude and this 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 type of success uh, in his craft. We've never seen it. Hmm. How badly do you think that the Lakers would be off if he decides to stay in Toronto? Oh man, that, that would. Uh, I don't want to say it would crush the Lakers, but it's still going to be very good. But there's the padding that LeBron James had of, hey, I can manage myself through the season then I can turn it on. You know, hey, there's another guy. Hey, I, I don't mind throwing the ball to him. Let him go take a game winner. This is LeBron James going, dang, man, I I got to start busting out these two-a-days a little sooner than expected. <laughs> and he knows, he knows, Rick, and I don't know if you agree with this, uh, this window for him to win a championship is next year. You don't, don't know what tomorrow is going to look like if you're LeBron. Yeah. Well, and Anthony Davis has made it clear not that I'm expecting him to leave L.A., but he clearly wants to see where this team is next summer, what they accomplish, and what free agency looks like. You know, he's not committing to the Lakers long-term at this stage. Uh, now, he is a clutch guy, and we know the relationship there and everything, and you would think that he's going to re-up, but certainly hasn't. I mean, that's another case where you have Uncle Dennis with Kawhi. You have AD's dad, who's still very much an influence on, on ultimately what, what that crew does. It's not – I don't think it's just the Rich Paul show, to be honest with you. You take the gun, you put it you put it to Jeannie's head, and you just hold it there. Hey, hey, you just hold it there. You got it. Yeah, hey, where's your ransom? Hey, you hold it there. Just say, hey, that, that's what you got to do if you're AD, if you're Kawhi. And you hold it there. Why? You saw what the heck they just did to LeBron James. When things start going bad, they talked about trading LeBron. They talked about we don't want to be clutch sports. They took power away from Magic. These these power moves need to be had, especially with the Lakers, especially with Rob Palenka. Because just as fast as things don't go well, yeah. you know how unprofessional this organization is. And now Clutch Sports has their hands all over the Lakers. So now you you better be pricking up those those Clutch Sports clients and, and signing those guys back and, and getting them bills and, and figuring things out. So if, if I'm AD, I, I'm, I'm still saying, hey, I, yet to be told, hey, I like Milwaukee. Hey, I like these other these other spots. Hey, I still might like Boston. Who who knows? I, I'll consider them. So, just that's how you got to roll with the Lakers. Unfortunately, I'm glad you brought up Magic because if this period of time is indeed part of the Kawhi test to see who's leaky, who 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 lets my business get out on Front Street and who doesn't, 
And if we're going to talk about Toronto and everybody showing up at the hotel and all that stuff, which has been attributed to a hotel employee who took a photo and put it on Reddit and and all that, that it wasn't it wasn't necessarily the Raptors who allowed the the information to get out. Although I'll tell you what, man, it was a full it was it was like the O.J. Simpson Bronco chase. I mean, yeah, we had helicopters, we had we had eyes on the plane, we had uh, it was it, I mean that was a full court press there by uh, by the the media as a result of uh, finding out where and when he was he was headed but magic has done his his share of leaking stuff too talking about his meetings and and all of that and I know uncle Dennis apparently put out that he wanted a meeting with magic too but I, I I don't know. I, and there's been reports already that the Lakers aren't happy that Magic has been as forthcoming with his with his part in things. Do you how do how do you look at everything that's happening with the Lakers and Magic? It's, man, it was absolutely idiotic and it was catty the way that they handled things. And I get it in normal organizations. Uh, you know, a guy like Magic, who's the president, he, he loses a little, little bit of his power and it doesn't become a huge deal. But you knew you were dealing with Magic Johnson. And, yeah, there's going to be questions about him being backstabbed. What if Kawhi Leonard starts the season and he misses the first 15 to 20 games because he can't figure out what's going wrong with his leg? Are you guys going to look to trade him? Are you going to Are you going to flip the switch on him? We saw well, what you did with LeBron. You, you are know? not feeling the Lakers right now. The I'm Lakers organization. Giving, I'm, just, I'm giving you truth. Heck no. Nobody's feeling the Lakers organization right now. They, they, they don't have order. Sometimes even I, Rick, this is here's a reality. I'll even respect bad and poor direction mm. rather than no direction at all, rather than no leader. At least when you look at the Knicks, you know it's Dolan screwing it up. You're not going, well, we don't know. Maybe it's him. Maybe it's like you know who's making the calls. When you when you think of uh, Dallas, who's making the calls? Mark Cuban. Okay, we, we don't talk about Donnie. Okay, yeah. we, we don't talk about we talk about Mark Cuban. Well, who's, who's making the calls in uh, Oklahoma City? You know what I'm saying? Who's making the calls in San Antonio? It's popping. And what do you call it? It's a you know. Yeah, in RC. But you know who's making the calls. You don't know that in L.A., and that's a big problem. Yeah. And to, to, to have that relinquished from magic without it being really spilled out to him in the way that it happened, it's a, it's a, it was a huge problem. And it's almost like whoever gets the best energy going – or that shows the best presence with Jeannie, kind of she kind of rolls with it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like what, I like what you're doing, Rich Paul. We'll roll with you. Oh no, no, no Rob. All that's all that said. I have to lean on you now. You know, even the fact that Rob. All that said, though, they landed AD, and they created enough cap space for another max deal. No, they didn't. Rob, written no. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Rich Paul did that because Rich <laughs> Paul is going to take care of LeBron. Listen, well, I, wait I a minute. Rich Paul didn't create the cap space. He didn't do the deal with the Wizards. I don't want to say it's not that hard. 
I don't want to say it's not that hard, but it just takes a little common sense and some, some number punching, okay? And I doubt Rob, Rob Palenka was the actual guy sitting there. You, you, that's why you have certain analytics experts. Uh, no, they got they have a, they have a pretty experts. good capologist uh, from from everything that I understand. I, I yeah, just yeah, it's, that's this not, is, those are number punchers, okay? That that's not. Hey, we got a shed, you know, fifteen million, okay? Boom, get go, go get it done. What are our options? Who can we talk to? Uh, so I don't want to say it's not that hard, but it's just a matter of numbers. This is the big question that I have with what they were able to maneuver in order to get the cap space and AD dropping his four million and and, and the variety of things that they did is I'm, you can't tell me that they had all that plan. I think they salvaged it. I think they saved themselves. I don't think this was the plan all along. And that's what people have tried to sell me on. Like, hey, you owe them an apology because you said they miscalculated. And look, at they created the space. And I think they found a way to create the space. But I think initially when they I, – I think they had to find their way to that because it was a big uh-oh at one point. If I, well, well, let me throw this at you. I don't know how you agree with this or not. If I'm going to credit anybody with more maneuvering and dealing, I'm going to credit Magic Johnson and whoever else have helped me drive because listen the make or break decisions that were made with the lakers were good a lebron james b the way they drafted outside alonzo ball who, who still is going to be a really decent to good nba basketball player if not if not an all-star potentially i'm not ruling that out i'm not i'm not on the rule the, the road to rule that out uh they've drafted well uh d'angelo russell Julius Randle ends up being a good pick. Whether those guys were moved, Julius uh, Clarkson, uh, you know, Kuzma, Ingram, these guys end up being serviceable pieces where in a number of organizations, some of their draft picks aren't even in the league or they're injury prone or things like that happen. And guess what? Okay, he dropped the ball with Rondo, Lance Stevenson, however you want to name these other one-and-done guys, they're mm. on one-year deals. Yeah, but I can't, give, I, can't, deals. I can't give Magic credit for all of them. I mean, he didn't, he didn't draft all of those guys. And, well, he, and he ultimately, he moved D'Angelo and he moved Julius Randle. That's fine, but they were good pieces. And you got stuff back in return. So I'm just saying, nonetheless, under his direction, he was the, he was captain when that stuff was happening. And then they were able to clear, clear cap, even moving guys like, you know, like Larry Nance. Let's say Larry Nance isn't serviceable. You could make that trade with Cleveland and clear cap to, to kind of get LeBron in play and then be able to be equipped for another star. Yeah, so, I got I got I I can't go quite that far with Magic Mag- because hey, Magic, Magic made up, Lonzo Ball say, Magic made Lonzo Ball out to be the next Hall of Famer before he ever stepped on a court. And the, you can't tell me that didn't undermine the kid and the expectations and everything that transpired. And I'm not ready to say that Lonzo Ball is going to be the next perennial all-star from his class. I'm he not might... going to say I'm not going to say that he's not. I'm going to say he's a decent player. Yeah, he's I agree. Up being a piece, and if, and if anything, the rest of the guys either achieve what they're supposed to be or overachieve. Yeah. Now, now obviously Lonzo didn't live live up to the hype. We don't need to question that. But not, let's not act like he was just a, a bust. We're not putting busts on him, and I don't think that's what you're saying, Rick. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I, I think he's. I think he basically. Okay. I think what okay. undermined well, him well, is me, that, that the this. expectations were set so high for him. Uh, they were. I mean, well, they were, the, they were the, ridiculous. Okay. Rick, 
you know even better than I I know because you've been following the league and drafts and you know you know the history of the game. How hard is it to draft in the NBA and at least swing and get base hits? Maybe they're not a home runs, right. base hits. Yeah, you, you know, you. It, I mean, ninety percent of the players, it's about fit. It's about getting the right guy in the right system with the right coach. And and then if you get a guy who if you get a guy who can play six eight ten years in the league and you do that consistently, you're 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 hitting way above average. Yeah, I credit. And now, now maybe it's not Oklahoma City where you're drafting, you know, Westbrook, Durant, Ibaka, Hart. Maybe maybe it's not one of those situations. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, I have to give them credit for what they're doing drafting wise. They're not they're not missing, and even the pieces that they move. They're getting something back, and it's it's turning in. You, you with a lot of people, you get wasted picks from a lot of these guys. Man, look at look at Philadelphia. That's why I hated the process. Everybody looks at Embiid and Simmons, but they 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 literally swung and missed on, on like six or seven draft picks before then. And we're talking about like top five picks. Michael Carter Williams, uh, Dario Saric. Nerlens Noel, uh, Jaleel Okafor, yeah. No, I, like, I hear you. I like Sarge though. Sarge wasn't a swing and a miss. No, he wa- he wasn't. But he also, again, and that was another case of like people, the expectations were put through the roof. I, you know, honestly, I'm I'm not I'm not completely sold on Ben Simmons yet either. And Joel Embiid has to stay healthy. I mean, the, you you could make the case for all that the 76ers have done that not one of those picks is has proved to be foolproof at this point. Like one where you go, well, nail, they nailed that one. I, I, it, yeah, well, they got, look, you got bang for your buck out of Embiid and Simmons. And, and Embiid to you me You still haven't gotten out of the second more, round. He, Embiid was even more bang because he changed your franchise and the fact that everyone was so scared of his health. And, and at least he's out there. You got more than expected. The guy, And the guy's you know, killing it in the league. Okay, but and I say that to spin back to Magic Johnson and the moves that the Lakers made of while under his leadership, maybe those were exactly his calls, the team was trending in the right direction. He didn't he didn't make a move that goes, Oh dang, we're stuck. We're stuck now. He he didn't make that, that, that move where oh gosh, why we sign him? Even even uh a kick say maybe that wasn't a great signing. It was a one year deal. These are one year deals, man. So I, I, I just when, when I look at the Lakers and I look at Magic. Magic was absolutely done wrong. Uh, there was no leadership. And before they decided to strip his leadership, it was, it was a panic mode. And I get it. If I'm going to, you know, flaw Magic for something, he didn't bring any shooters on on the team. He learned his lesson there. And he opened his darn mouth too much. It has a problem. That's the reason yeah. why he wasn't able to land guys like Paul George. Yeah, and you could make the case he still is. I mean, I just, it's this, this quasi-position that they have Magic in and, his talk and I look. I still feel as if he talked about Kawhi and taking meetings and doing all that because Magic kind of wanted to restore his image. It was good for him after he got what kicked out uh, by the Lakers. What do you think he sold to Kawhi? Or or you kind of you talked about like what is his position? What do you think he sold? Was it hey they did me wrong or was it or was it kind of like hey be a Laker? You know that's some some nonsense that they're on, but. What do you think his message was? That's tough. What what can his message be? He, it can't be, I'm going to take care of you. I mean, if, if he's basically saying, hey, why don't you go ahead and join an organization 
that has a GM who backstabbed me. How, how do you? How, I mean, really? I mean, okay. Well, how does I'll Magic give you make an, that I'll pitch? You, I'll give you in in for me in experience. This was similar to me going to UCLA. Lorenzo Romar was my guy. I knew I would be in good hands. I knew I was going to be with the coach that knew me, recruited me, and saw me since I was a sophomore in high school, right? And this is a guy who put his word behind me. And when UCLA came around, I chose UCLA because of post-college benefits. I chose it because I knew if I played well there, I knew I was going to go to the NBA. There wasn't a question. And I was going to be in the lights. I was going to get the TV coverage. Yeah. And I knew UCLA wasn't a place that I was going to – I had to earn my keep, and I didn't feel like I was going to be treated right. And from day one, I, I just never felt like I was anybody's guy there. But I knew the benefits outweighed the negatives. And I tell that story to look at Kawhi and how he may look at the Lakers and say, I'm going to be larger than life at home. I'm going to I'm going to set myself up enshrine myself in history by doing this. And keep in mind, we're not we, we, we keep bashing Palenka. Well, he's Kawhi's a Kobe guy. Kawhi grew up watching idolizing Kobe Bryant mm. and he played. He idolizes Mike and he idolizes Kobe. Now, those are two things that we do know. And I understand as a Jordan brand athlete, Kawhi Leonard was wearing you know, outside of him, after him wearing his new balances, when those go off, <laughs> he's still a Jordan guy. He's a Jordan head. Mm. You know, there's no accident to Kawhi's fadeaway and the way he plays and, and working out with guys like Kobe Bryant. So he, he may be looking at, like, when I look at the Lakers, they're more than just their management. They are, they're, they're culture, bro. Man, I... <sighs> There are a lot of questions there, and and I hadn't really considered this, but that whole that whole magic conundrum on how he sells them on a team that sent him down the river is is a challenge, uh, I, I believe. All right, um, so looking across the landscape, let's say that Kawhi, and we're going to wrap up on this. Let's say Kawhi doesn't go to the Lakers. Who is the team to beat in the Western Conference in your mind if that happens? Honestly, hmm. I think it's still the Lakers. Woo. I think they they can. Uh, there's still a lot of good guys out there, and they can they can strengthen that lineup. They can go go deeper, and I don't think we're really looking at the impact of Anthony Davis with help. If you look at those Pelican teams, and you know, not saying anything wrong about Drew Holiday that he's not a baller, but they were able to be. Put, put together some amazing systems around Drew and his pick-and-roll game, and his impact was special, man. I mean, even without LeBron in the lineup, let's just say AD's there, that's a 40-win that's a basketball team placed around Anthony Davis. And we've been able to see that. So I still like the Lakers with, with the right, correct pieces around them. And that's saying that Frank Vogel gets in and he, he and he knows how to play big guards, and he gets his he gets his system going, and they, they buy in. All the guys buy in, and LeBron's kind of been humbled by last year because I felt like his, his head was up his behind, and that's what all due respect. He went he went to LeBron. He was just I'm I'm good enough to get you 38 and eight, but he wasn't. His mind and his head and his heart wasn't in it, 
and you're hoping that he was embarrassed enough from last year that he's coming with it. I'm feeling the Utah Jazz right now, and that might be just you know getting too hyped on the offseason moves, but Mike Conley, Bogdanovich, Jeff Green, I feel like they created depth and scoring from the perimeter that I added to Donovan Mitchell and I, I I like I like what they have. I think the I think the West is wide open, but they've gathered some playoff experience. Last year was a disappointment, so there's some extra fuel in the in the tank. That, that's the if I'm gonna pick a team, that that might be it by default. I'm not feeling I'm not feeling strong about anybody, but I feel as if Kawhi is a huge game changer with the Lakers. I, I the Anthony Davis had plenty of opportunity. Don't tell me he didn't have enough in, in New Orleans. He had, if you're if you're a top five player, you're at least sniffing the playoffs. And they did that all too many years. Some of it was because of injury and he wasn't available. I think he's going to be in the in the right role here. But if Kawhi if Kawhi does show up in L.A., then AD becomes Kevin Love, Chris Bosh. That's his role. That's what he's going to end up being. And we'll see how well he plays in that, and how happy he is playing that. That's going to put a it's going to put a lot of pressure on the Lakers to be successful because AD is going to be playing more of a subsidiary role than he has ever in his career. To be honest, probably since he was in Kentucky. Nah, I don't, I don't buy that. The thing about AD, he's one of those guys uh, you never have to run a play for him. His impact is going to be felt on the court, and you know I've, I've played against him. I've I've had to scout him. He just he just makes plays. You don't you don't. He gotta can make plays. Ball. I've never questioned his talent. It's no, just no, no. Not what there I'm saying consistently. Is, is there's certain guys the ball had to go through Bosch and Love. You don't have to get the ball to, to AD for him to go out and get 15 rebounds. You don't have to go and force feed him shots, or he's gonna. Hey, he's okay with setting the screen rolling and getting somebody wide open or running the floor and just kind of making something happen. He, he's an impact type of guy without the ball even coming to him. So that's what I'm saying. That's zero. That's zero worry. He's zero maintenance type of guy. No, I, I agree with that. But I, I guess for where we have placed him among the constellation of great players in the league, being okay with the ball not coming his way was often a problem for me because of how good he was. He was the best player on the team. He was the most talented player on the team. And yet there were times where he was okay with somebody else handling the business at the crux of the game. And that that troubled me in terms of buying into he's an all-time player. It's like, dude, if you're the best player on the floor, then you need to make it happen. And all too often I felt like he deferred when and I, you know, there were times where I had the same issue with so, LeBron. So here it is. Here's here's the reality when we break down AD, and it, this is the enigma that people have, and we've had this conversation. You have to put him in the categories of the Kevin Garnett's and the Scotty Pippins. He's not the guy at the end of the game that's mm-hmm. going to go Kobe Bryant, go Michael Jordan, go LeBron James of late, where he goes and and and, and you say, hey, demand me the ball, keep me the ball, but that's not that's not what he does. But, yeah. I call him essentially a new age Kevin Garnett because he's going to block shots, rebound, run the floor. He's going to do all the little things around 
But keep in mind, Paul Pierce was the closer. That doesn't mean that Kevin Garnett wasn't a, a, a great player or didn't bring it, but he's, he's the closest thing we have to Kevin Garnett. And, and we're not going to say Kevin Garnett wasn't a baller. We're not going to say Scottie Pippen wasn't a baller, okay? And we know their, their impact on the game. So that's where you put Anthony Davis. And, yes, you're gonna, I agree, you're going to pump the brakes before you go, oh, man, let's compare him with Tim Duncan. Let's compare him with these other guys. That's not quite who AD is, but he's, he's everything else wrapped around it. And for me, that's the perfect fit as the second or third guy hmm. uh, in your offense, if, if that makes sense. All right. That does it for this episode of Buker and Hollins, subsidiary of Buker and Friends, part of the United Wecast Network. Uh, please keep in mind, we love hearing from you. We've gotten a ton of ratings. We appreciate it. Uh, wherever you get your podcasts, just uh, rate us, hit the stars, leave us a comment if you like. And then if you want us to do something for you, screenshot that review and send it to at Buker Friends, and you'll be eligible to win some prizes. In the next podcast, Ryan and I will break down the Brooklyn Nets. They got the two guys. Are they going to be better? How much better are they going to be in the short term without Kevin Durant there? And what did the New York Dick Knicks the New York <laughs> the New York Knicks do subsequent to not getting any of the big fish? Did they make the right move in going with short terms, or should they have gone after one of the other guys who got a max deal? We'll discuss all of that in the next podcast. In the meantime, as always. Thanks for listening. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.